0: Thank you for lending us your ear holes and welcome. There's no fixing the butter. I'm uh, one of the guys here. My name is Cozy John Cozzera at Cozy Shank. Joined by Chris. I'm Chris, not
1: Cozy or, Shank, or no, Pooley, or boy. Chris Poole, or Handjob and Grey Balls, or I ate my neighbor. Or <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got a million of them. We'll, we'll whittle that list, eventually. And with Chris and I is Richie.
2: Hey, I'm Richie. Richie Lee, Captain Winky, Captain Winky Seventeen.
3: I've I've always wondered, a
1: uh, junior member, was, was yeah. <laughs>
0: was was there a, a ceremony that went with uh, you becoming a captain? Uh,
2: negative. It was a it was a pool game gone wrong.
0: <laughs> a billiards, billiards game. Sorry. All right, we'll we'll just leave that open-ended, like the title of the podcast. Um, <laughs> so, so I think most. Yeah, I, I think we've we've ventured on uh, what what you might consider just the, like the most basic kind of just suburban white guy thing is uh, you just start a podcast with your buddies and he, you talk about some shit and you hit a record button. And I think that's uh, kind of what we set out to do here Uh, uh, for today. um, We we do have a a draft on the way of, uh, of our favorite movie quotes by, uh, by category, but I think to to really just kind of, you know, jump in, um, I don't know, insert anatomy here first, uh, just a a quick recap. Uh, It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Tuesday evening, but, uh, our mm. pal Chris here last last weekend took himself and the, and the old lady up to Green Bay, Wisconsin from Detroit. Chris. Yeah,
1: we're even older now.
0: What's, what's going on in Green Bay, man?
1: Shit. Absolute <laughs> crap. That's what happened. No, actually, uh, I had a brilliant idea to just get out of Michigan for a few days, and the Packers were in at home for a divisional round game, and I've never been to Lambeau Field, so I asked the wife, hey, are you working this weekend? She took a couple days off, so did I, and we just decided to go to the game willy-nilly. And uh, we had a lot of fun, other than the Packers losing.
0: You know, I, I think result aside, I think, one, that's an amazing experience to, one, get to a, go to a place that you know you've always wanted to go, Um, you know, the, the history that is a part of Green Bay as a football town, that stadium itself, um, any, any like takeaways or things that you'd be like, dude, if you go there, you need to see this.
1: I recommend doing the stadium tour. We did a tour of the city, a tour of the stadium and the hall of fame while we were there all in one day. It was exhausting to be honest, but uh the stadium tour is amazing we got to go on the field um we got to check out a bunch of suites that you'd never get to go into if you know you normally go to a game you just want to sit in the stands or the we didn't even sit in the bleachers which is nice we actually had seats uh if you don't know lambo field still has the old aluminum benches
4: but Hot uh, dang
1: yeah um the new south south end zone they added uh i forgot how many seats they told us but they're actually chairs now and cup holders and everything so not cup as, holders yeah yeah they're in front i didn't see them till halftime <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sitting there holding on to a cold beverage the whole time like an idiot then it starts snowing and i'm like oh hey there's a cup holder here <laughs> but uh yeah i recommend if, if i ever go back or have time in retirement to actually get season tickets the suites are very nice so and kind of affordable if you get the right one
0: hot to Affor- affordable suites i didn't know that that was a something that you know uh, normies like us uh, could could uh, attain
1: yeah it's uh, it's cool because it's a three-year contract too so you sign in you're like all right it's what did you say i think there was about 300 350 ish a ticket and you can buy up to four tickets and that's one suite that we were in so that's not crazy and then you buy it for three years and then at the end of the third year you can either opt out or re-up your contract so it's kind of cool nice. and if you live in green bay you'd never get rid of your tickets you pass them down from generation to generation
0: oh for sure that's that's something else there's like a uh an heirloom <laughs> yeah <laughs> i
1: mean you own you own the team as as the city of green bay Right. And they're actually doing their sixth ever. Um, you can buy shares in the company or in the company, the team right now. I think it's like three hundred dollars a share, but you can own the team now if you want.
2: Well, I know what Chris is doing.
1: Uh, I haven't yet, but I have thought about it. I do <laughs> want to be a co-owner. Join the three hundred fifty thousand people that own the Green Bay
0: Packers. <laughs> Jen, a, uh, you know, I, I know you. I know you had uh, some some. Projects around the house earmarked for that tax return this year, but, uh, but uh, <laughs> I, I got an investment opportunity. Yeah, I
1: don't know if that ever grows. If you're just like, hey, I want to turn in this share for anything, or if they're just like, what are you, stupid? Pass it on to your kid.
0: Gotcha. Well, glad glad to hear that you got to do that. Uh, glad it was a lot of fun for you guys. Uh, again, you know, sorry, uh, did get the result you were looking for. Uh, much like uh, most of Western New York, uh, for myself and Richie, and maybe a little bit to, to your extent, uh, Chris. You know, as uh, an expat of, of Western New York, I'm a passive Bills fan. Uh, Richie, I think you're a little more invested than I am. But I'm drinking um, out of a Buffalo Bills helmet koozie.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are that is huge.
0: <laughs> now is there beer left in there or is it just filled with your tears? Oh
2: well um, I refill my can with my tears. It's just like okay. that. that <laughs> can you dump healthy. the
1: beer directly into the helmet? Technically. Is it like a hard plastic in there?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, just okay. a little
1: Because little... they, they make a cheese head one of those. <laughs> but I believe it's styrofoam. So I wouldn't recommend dumping a beer into it.
2: Yeah, uh, no this is a uh, hard plastic.
1: Nice. Um so, yeah, to go along with the bills thing, I was also extremely as you like you said a ex western new yorker going off in the hotel room that I was staying at. Uh, my wife was trying to get me to keep quiet and this has nothing to do with the sex. This has everything to do with the, <laughs> the Bills game. <laughs>
2: Man, I could go on and on and on and on for hours talking about my disappointment and how exciting and yet terrifying that entire game was. I almost passed out at one point. I swear on my life. Uh, I literally, I was crouched down and I stood up and cheered. uh, And it was just like a head rush. But, like, my hands and my toes all went numb. And I was like, all right, I got to breathe for a second. Bring it in. Settle down. Okay, now go back to cheering."
0: <laughs> that's that's interesting that you hit that moment. You're like, oh, wait a minute. I got I to gotta <laughs> get, get myself under control here. <laughs> I got to
2: hone this in or I'm going to get the corner of a coffee table in my forehead.
0: <laughs> Ever. I don't know if I have ever seen A sporting event that ended quite like that. I'd like you know, whether it would be live or anything that I've watched on TV, I mean the what was it like five lead changes last two minutes? something something oh, like that. Oh God, it was something like that. Uh four
2: or six, I think it was an even number.
0: You, you look at the clock, you're like, no, there's no way. And there was a way.
1: And there was a way. I said that after the Chiefs scored. I put my head in my hands on the bed, and I was just like, oh.
2: <laughs> it's This over. is
1: just the Bills' luck, where it's like, I know they have a good enough team, but it's a minute left. I know they got timeouts, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, it's just not our year again because of this. And then they scored, and I it was 13 seconds, and I about shit. I'm not ju- <laughs> I was. Like, oh, my God. I jumped up, ran over, gave my wife a high-five. I was like, oh, my God. And they're actually going to win. How do you not blitz Mahomes the whole game? Oh, man.
2: You know, I I feel like I I jinxed it because I pre-dialed my dad's number so I could call him after the clock hit zero. I never hit send, but I pre-dialed it.
0: And... You had the celebratory call lined up. Lined uh, up. I should have just I should have oh, just waited.
1: Cozy, I know you're not a, like a you're more of a hockey guy than a football guy, but when was the last time you seen a prevent defense work?
0: Um especially when all you need is a field
1: goal <laughs> to tie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh I mean what's the old saying? The only thing you prevent is winning, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was
1: like they were trying to just let them, I don't know, just put any pressure on him. They were putting four guys on him all day. He kept escaping all day. Yeah. I don't know how anyone didn't see it. Like, how did the head coach not? Like, I know McD- like, he's letting Frazier do his job. Leslie Frazier is the defensive coordinator. If you don't know the, who the Bills hire as their staff, but Sean McDermott, the head coach, should have overruled that and been like, put pressure on the guy. Look at yeah. him. He's scrambling all day. You send one more up there. He's got nowhere else to go. But anyway, we don't have to talk about football all day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was, a, it was like a, a big storyline coming out of last weekend. Not, I mean, you know, just in general. Uh, and, you know, it was something that you you, you obviously went and did. And I, I think it, it took up, you know, a good chunk of most folks' weekend. Uh, and yep. it was, I mean, just, just from a you know, like I said, you know, it didn't end the way that I think either of us would have liked to have seen it end. But just from a pure entertainment product, it, it, I mean, I don't know how it gets much better than that. Like, you know, there's there's still, what, three, yeah, there's three football three games, games yeah. are, are left to be played. What is the likelihood before four. we get into the draft? But or?
1: Well, if you count the Pro Bowl, four.
0: Oh, get <laughs> out of here with that. What is is the likelihood that either of those three remaining games are going to be as good or better than what you saw last weekend?
2: Oh, they're not. There's already professional sports analysts talking about how um, this was probably the most exciting game in decades. And the Super Bowl is just not going to compare. Which is... Definitely crazy, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: but especially if you compare it to last weekend, where everyone was bitching and moaning about how bad playoff football was, and then this weekend, three games come down to a last-second walk-off field goal, and then the Bills lose overtime by the away team. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was thinking, oh, well, the Bills are going to win, even if they go to overtime. (laughs) You know, everything's going in their favor. Yeah. And I've also uh, seen a meme where it says, cancel the rest of the playoffs. We're just going to do a seven-game series between the Bills and Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be more entertaining.
0: Uh, uh, ho- hockey might be onto something there. Among you know the other, <laughs> other sports that do the seven-game series, yes.
1: I've said that a long time ago. I was like, why don't we do a series? But, I mean, it's brutal. And, yeah. I mean, I don't, not like hockey isn't. They beat the... Anyway.
2: They get into actual fights.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smacks your teeth out and come right back after a little stitchy job.
2: Yeah. right.
0: Hold up. Oh, well, we talked nice... about
1: backers and Bills. What about you, Cozy? You just moved into a new place.
0: Uh, yeah, it's been shoveling. It's been shoveling, cleaning, and cleaning, and unpacking, and shoveling. Uh, you know, We got dumped on with uh, about two feet of snow last weekend. I got about a 90-foot driveway. I was not an owner of a snowblower because uh, last house was on-the-street parking. And the city takes care of that most, (laughs) most times, um, but, uh, you know, for, for the better part of, you know, a decade and a half, it was just go out, shovel the sidewalk, shovel the porch, and you're good to go. And not so much anymore. (laughs) Uh, my wife pulled a muscle in her back like the day before the snowstorm. So I was pretty much out there on my own moving more snow than I care to mention and um, we're going to be in the market for a snowblower. So maybe a future, future show topic is um, snowblowers. snowblowers. So we just real riveting shit. Uh, <laughs> mm, yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Uh, we well, got a two-stage Honda. And, uh, man, that thing, <laughs> it's, it's got a beautiful metal auger. And uh, it's, it'll throw snow a mile.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to have Bill Johnson on from Husqvarna. <laughs> and uh, he's going to be <laughs> directing us into what a one, two, and a three-stage even is. That's right. Uh,
2: Cozy, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I do have a snowblower, and I still have only been able to shovel, uh, because my snowblower is a hand-me-down from the 80s, uh, and it died on me three times while I was trying to uh, dig out my wife's car so she could go to work, which thankfully she ended up not having to go that day when all that snow first fell but um oh
1: good you're off grab a shovel
2: yeah the uh the pull start <laughs> also doesn't work on it but the electric start does i've i've got a little workshop and it's got a sliding door so i can get bigger um yard equipment in and out um but with the snow and rain and cold it's frozen shut at the moment <laughs> Oh no! So oh, no. the only way I could get the snowblower in and out of the workshop was through the man door, which had a three-inch uh, lip. You know, get in, get oh, out, yeah. uh, and a sharp cur- uh, turn because of where the sidewalk slash grass is. Um, so I did that three times, and then I gave up and grabbed the shovel. Um, yeah, it was. I'm right there with you. I'm going to yes, uh, do my best to make this thing work before the next really big snowfall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing that like, there's probably like surge pricing. So if I wanted to go buy a snowblower, it's probably like, you know, $1,100. Um, oh, yeah, Same with like gross. power outages, they do that with generators.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly.
0: It's like, oh, oh, you have a snow removal problem. That'll be 300% increase in price. <laughs> I did, did you see want-, want your milk? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I did see one uh, snowblower while I was walking around a store. Uh, It's called Runnings. Um, Basically a tractor supply company. But they it's the same brand as my snowblower and Arians.
3: It was $1,900. Good grief. It's got like a four foot uh,
2: thing to move the snow and it comes with a little pick so you can like Oh. got right. the the blow spout. Uh, you're
1: not giving away our rice pick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it had heated <laughs> handles, just like my dad's. That's just fancy.
1: Yeah. But who needs also, heated handles when you're wearing gloves?
2: Uh, negative twenty degree weather.
1: <laughs> I still I, shovel. I suck. I, I
3: shovel. <laughs>
1: I just drove seven and a half hours the other day in crap snow, and then got home and shoveled the driveway. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs>
1: I'm like, you know what? My back needs more pain right now.
0: Yeah. Yes, uh, you know. Speaking of, uh, you know, hand me downs from the '80s. Uh, yeah, I, I think both Chris and I qualify as hand me downs from the '80s, but uh, we actually attached to yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that every day. <laughs> so, oh. so uh, as a as a poor segue and transition to the the, the main part of today's show, um, Chris is a is a bit of a, a seasoned vet as it as it relates to to some podcasts. He dropped some uh, wonderful ideas uh, for a show topic for us today, and I, the one we landed on was a uh, as a movie quote draft. So, so we there have more to come. Yeah. Yes. So we got seven rounds. We have one round for, let's see, drama, comedy, action, animated film, or slash thriller, sports, and then your free space. You can go off the board. You could double down on your comedy. You can double down on your, your animated feature films here. But you can uh, go
1: off and pick a Christmas movie if you wanted
0: to. You know, yeah, you know, if you really wanted to dive into some musicals and you, you really really enjoy West Side Story or Grease, you know what? Go for it. But uh, how about
1: that? Right. Not to go crazy off topic, but how about that Grease video when they take the music out?
0: And that's so just... weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <sighs> <laughs> anyway. Um Yeah, I think I've got a decent board. I'll probably get It was so hard to figure out some of these things cuz I love so many movies and I'm going through in my head, "Oh my gosh, how do I pick comedy here?" So, I want, you know, I like deep dives, so I try to go that route on this draft.
0: So, uh, to determine uh, who goes first, we'll just uh, pull up a wonderful random number generator here, courtesy our friends at Google. Um, oh, even better. Not a sponsor. Oh. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> we're doing a snake draft, correct?
2: Uh, for those who don't know, snake draft is one, two, three, three, two, one, one, two, three, and so on.
1: Yeah.
2: Join the pick- Fantasy
1: Football League. Come on, people. Yeah, come on. What are you doing? What are you doing? So, Chris, uh, pick lose
0: a 20? number between uh, 1 and 20.
1: 1 and 20. I will take 4.
0: Okay. All right. And Richie?
2: I'm going
3: to pick um, 17. Knew it. <laughs> cool. Oh. Pick, uh... My name?
2: When I added the seventeen uh to Capitan Winky had absolutely nothing to do with Josh Allen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I
0: think, I think it was the, so. I think it was just the year I made that one. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, I picked number twelve. Uh the number generated here is nineteen. So uh Richie, you're closest to the pin here. You'll go first, I'll go second, Chris will go third. Boo. Here.
1: Alright. Or do you want to do a thing where he picks the order? Nah, we'll oh. just go with that.
2: Yeah, we'll just go with that. <laughs> All right.
1: Which is funny because I had that exact order already on the draft board here.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: For our listeners, I actually made a board. It's crap and I don't care.
0: Oh, uh, uh, don't don't say bad things about your, you know, Dollar General Microsoft <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. It looks great. It's free. That's right. That's right. It's free. So, Richie, pull up my Uh board here.
1: Hopefully you guys don't blow it up, which, I mean, this is every movie ever. So the odds of us having any crossover, probably unlikely. But
3: you never know. It could be dumb. It could could happen. I'm going to start off strong. How strong is it? (laughs) So we just read this.
1: Uh, which category are you picking?
3: Oh, um, oh right.
2: Are we staying in order?
1: No, no, no. You gotta just draft for you.
2: Okay.
3: Um, I am in action. Uh, so this one is fucking. What the fucking fuck? Who the fuck fucked this fucking? How did you two fucking fucks fuck? There's a real quote from a real movie. <laughs>
2: uh, hmm.
4: What what movie?
2: I'm trying to figure out how to <laughs> type this. Oh, um, it's from... Uh, just type in uh, Boondock Saints. Fuck.
0: Oh, okay.
2: All right. Wow. I mean, I knew there was a lot of that in there, but... Wow. Uh, there's like a hundred and... 13 or something like that. No, There's got to be more than that. There's a lot, though. There's a lot of fucks.
1: Now, that is spoken by... Uh, uh, Rocco. Rocco, thank you. I couldn't think of his name. <laughs> there's a couple of good ones from that movie that <laughs> I won't use in case it's on somebody else's board. But
2: uh. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good ones, and I figured that was going to be a
3: a great one. To not miss out on,
1: you don't want to miss out on that. <laughs> now you'll forever have that. Are we trying to find that clip?
3: <laughs> I, I oh. do actually. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I do have it. Ask the I kids to
1: step out of the room for a second, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> and
3: uh, there might be an ad. Shit. Ah, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> fucking what the fucking fuck? Who the fuck? Fuck this fucking fucking fucks? fuck. But it
3: certainly illustrates the diversity of the word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've seen that on a shirt.
3: Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my all time favorite quotes from any movie. Like I said, you got a draft for you.
1: It's a good movie, if you haven't seen it, anybody out there. Don't take it from just that clip. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot more to it.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, There's actually going to be a third one starting production in May of this
3: year. I'm super excited. Original cast. I I fucking hope so. I didn't Dig that
1: deep. <laughs> all right. Well, that brings up Cozy on his first pick.
0: All right. So you know what? I think I'll I'll stay in the uh, the, the lane of action here. Oh boy, I can and... go
1: all day without action now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this comes from uh, the Professionals, or also uh, titled as Leon. But uh, the character is played by Gary Oldman. Who plays, uh, I think, a Detective Stansfield is the character's name. He's a corrupt cop. And um, if you see my, uh, my avatar in, in Discord, it is of this character. But uh, the, the guy, he brings in a SWAT team to come take out um, John Reno or Leon, the, the character uh, who's an assassin. He brings in a SWAT team into this, you know, cruddy New York apartment. And he takes out a couple of people and he had warned the SWAT team ahead of time, Isaiah, be careful. So the guy radios back that um, you know, there there's some men down. And this, uh, this character, Stansfield, says, Penny, bring me everyone. And he says, what do you mean everyone? And then he just screams at him just as insane Gary Oldman if you could picture this just screams everyone and I'll play this clip and hopefully this this translates.
1: Just everyone. Everyone
0: It's oh, yeah. uh, it's 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 the delivery. It's his face, and you can tell just like he's he's becoming even more just kind of unhinged in trying to take down Leo and the professional. I if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it.
1: That's fair
3: enough. Uh, I have not, but hey,
1: I like that delivery, like you said. Everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like it's, I, I shouldn't have to repeat myself, but now I'm going to, and <laughs> I'm going to make it incredibly clear as to what I'm asking for.
3: <clears throat>
0: yeah, I like What's it. To, to Chris, Chris, where are you taking your selection here, sir? Um, I am
1: going to go with comedy because comedy's. Is- Likely, you said that's from the professional, right?
0: That's correct. Yes. All
1: right. Before I forget to type it into our board, comedy here, and I keep forgetting to switch the point value of my font size because I'm an idiot.
2: Comedy. I got got one quick question before I do that. Uh,
3: What is this professional you speak of? What do you mean? Is that the name of the movie?
0: Yeah. Okay. Or, or
2: Leon. It's, you'll see it as two different titles. Gotcha. I was like, wait, hold on. I missed a, an entire category, even though <laughs> I literally
3: copied and pasted the list that you sent me. <laughs> 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 I was very confused. <laughs> um,
1: so comedy's hard because I didn't know what to pick here. I like so many movies. But uh, going through a few today, this one caught me off guard, so I'm going to go with it. It's This isn't like a forever loved pick, but now as an adult, I like it even more. It's from Wayne's World. And the setup is uh, Garth and the gang are trying to persuade one of the members of... Uh, how do you want to say this? The corporate TV station? To not like the the main character of that station. But I'm taking, if Benjamin were an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and dick. <laughs> and
3: uh, here's the clip. Benjamin were an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's great so that's from Wayne's World I don't like going
1: back to back but hey whatever do it again (laughs) now I gotta check my board here for round two um right. I think I'll, I think I'm safe with taking this one. i got to find my clip because I, I wasn't prepared completely on it, but close. Shit. Um I'm gonna go with my sports movie on this one.,
3: oh, oh, oh. That's,
1: the, that's the clip. Hold on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus. Uh,
1: so the setup is it's from Mr. Baseball. Has anyone seen Mr. Baseball here? The
0: Tom, Tom Selleck movie.
1: Tom Selleck. One of my Tom favorites. Selleck goes to Japan. Yep. They
0: play baseball. That okay. okay.
1: So that's basically the setup. There's a new first baseman, which is the uh, position that Tom Selleck in the movie plays, and he's roping 500 foot home runs in batting practice. So the skipper calls his name's Jack, Tom Selleck's character, into the office to tell him basically that he's being traded or dealt, whatever you want to call it, in lieu of this new player. And Tom Sillick, you know, after being told he hit, like, 235 all last season, retorts with, Last season I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of August. And I find that hilarious. <laughs>
0: that's, that's, a, that's a niche stat
1: exactly exactly so here's the here's the setup and the clip really quick
0: last season I led this club in ninth inning doubles in the month of August
1: and he says it's so serious and the the skipper and like the the hitting coach look at each other like what are you talking about like who cares
0: you wonder, like, you know, if, if there's a backstory to that character, if he's, if he's tried that line before with, with management. Or... <laughs>
1: he's just pulling his strings at this point.
0: I got more balls in play on Tuesdays in <laughs> July than anybody.
1: What's, <laughs> what's funny is I had a... So back in the day, in Xbox 360, you would have a profile. And in my profile, I had a bunch of absur- like absurd stuff and one of them was best seventh frame bowler <laughs> so like or something along those lines and i got it from mr baseball as like a like a sneaky little stat it's not uh, a true stat i don't think <laughs> but i
2: was listening to a uh another podcast um i'm blanking on the name of it uh but they talk about random sports and do similar stuff like this. Um, one of them we may actually do later on, so I won't bring it up. Uh, well, listen ours. ours is better. Yeah, we didn't steal anything from anybody. But he is the uh, T-ball second baseman of the year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> t-ball? T-ball. <laughs> hey, you know what? All those kids get trophies. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's That's how... I, it's done.
1: That's true. My kid just played T-ball for the first time this year. She loved it. She did. She will be playing again next year. All right. Hey. I might coach if uh, my job allows it. So we'll see. But uh, all right. So Cozy took action in the first round. Where is he going to go now?
0: You know, I, I think I got to get my sports pick off the board here because I, I didn't know if you'd land here. Or your open space,
1: maybe. Uh,
3: but uh, I was I was
0: I was torn between two, and I, I uh, any any objection if I name my quote and then name the one that I had in the back pocket. Anybody object to that?
1: Mm, I don't think so, but. Yeah. We can also save them if you want till the end and be like, "Hey, here's some honorable mentions." However, oh, you want right. to do that's,
0: it. That's a fantastic idea, and and if it does get mentioned, I'll 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 definitely uh, give. You it like, that's the
1: one. one. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> so, uh, no. So, I, the sports clip that I had was uh, it's from the League of the Road, and it's uh, it's closer to the end of the movie, and it's it's less um, you know of, of the comedic. Portions of that movie. It's it's Jimmy Dugan talking to Donnie Ensign, and she's about to just skip town ahead of the World Series and go home with Bob and work at the dairy and have all their babies and just kind of saying, All right, you know what? That's enough baseball. And he's going on and, and telling her, You know, he wasted the last five years of his career because he was drinking and he would, you know, give everything just to have one day of it back. And she, she comes back with this, like, Well, it just got too hard. And the, the quote, Back to her is it's supposed to be hard. It wasn't hard. Everybody would do it. The hard is what makes it great. And it's a good line. I, it's and he I says I think, it with
1: such conviction too.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you know who doesn't like some Tom Hanks? Um, but I think there's there's a lot there. One delivering that as a manager. To a player, uh, a great player on on your club, but I think that's also something relatable. If you know you're you're an athlete, or if you're you know if you have a sense of like competitive spirit, uh, you know Richie, I know I know you play soccer. Uh, Chris, you and know, I play baseball, you know forever. And I think when you match up against somebody who is your peer or even better than you and it gets hard you know forcing yourself to you know match that or be better than that is what makes competition so so great so uh, and that's, that's my god that's my that's my sports movie quote i was just saying absolutely
1: Okay, um, yeah, it you have two choices when that's what's the, what's coming up. You can either you know rise to the occasion or run home. Now, I don't know, Richie, you've seen a league of their own, right?
2: Yeah, uh, not many times, but at least once in my life.
1: okay. now, I was gonna ask if both you guys may be more towards Cozy, but in that situation that she's deciding to leave, especially you know game seven's coming up. Is she leaving for... Is it the competition? Is it the shock that her husband is alive because he hasn't responded back to her any of her messages in so long that she's just like, I got to get out of here. I want to spend time with him. And like you said, make a bunch of babies, blah, blah, blah. What do you think the real reason was? She doesn't want to play Kit anymore? You
0: know, that, that's a that's an interesting angle um, if you if you wanted to like kind of do a character dissection of Dottie Henson. I... I think it's a uh, it's a it's a lot of that. I, I think you make a good point in in that you know maybe there is some initial shock to be like oh my god my husband's here he's alive and you know I'm going to resume you know this large portion of my life, um, but I, I think what what uh, Jimmy Dugan says to her kind of like gets under her skin and and he's right he says you know this is what lights you up and. I feel like that that really sticks with her, and that's what brings her back. But I, yeah. I think uh, the, the the points you laid out as to why she leaves are valid. Um, and then, you know, the the part about uh, about Kit it's it's interesting. You know, there's debates. You know, did she drop the ball on purpose? Did, we have like, talked
1: about know? this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I think for for as competitive as the two of them are, you know, throughout the the entire course of the movie, I I don't I don't think that uh, you know she she gives it up to Kit uh, to to let her have that spotlight. I don't think so. Uh, doing or you know seeing what kind of competitor that she was, but uh, I, I think there's a sliver of possibility there. But
3: that's
2: tough to say. I'm gonna agree with Cozy. I haven't watched it enough to uh, <laughs> to have my own personal opinion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to – whatever you said sounds great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got to say, it's, you know, I'd it, say that. that and Field of Dreams is just, you know, for me, rewatchable. Uh, if, if, if it's on, if I'm scrolling through, whatever, and it's, it's, it comes on, it's, it's staying on for however much the <laughs> runtime is left on it. Yeah, I got a few movies like that.
1: <clears throat> sports movies, those are definitely two of them. Yeah.
0: All right, Richie, you are on the clock.
2: All right. Uh, well, I'm going to continue on with this uh, sports theme. No,
1: sports gone.
2: Yeah. Uh, I had already picked it before I knew what Chris was going to pick. Uh,
1: Mr. Baseball?
2: <coughs> no. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going with the longest yard with okay. Uh There's a lot of great lines in that movie. It was very hard to pick a line from this one, but I say this often enough in my actual everyday life when it happens. Uh, so set up the scene, I guess. Uh, jailhouse versus guards playing football. Uh, there's a lot of no-calls happening, and uh, they decide that they're going to... uh, Adam Sandler's character, uh, Crew, decides, all right, I'm just going to hit the ref in the nuts on the next play or two. So he does. Guard's all discombobulated, so the next play he hits him in the nuts again. And the line that I use quite often is, Always gotta protect the McNuggets. (laughs) I even have the clip for you. Always.
4: You gotta always protect the McNuggets!
3: (laughs) 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 Wow, wow, wow.
2: (laughs) I believe that was uh, Terry Crews? It
3: sounds Uh, like him. Yeah. It does, actually. Uh, His character. He was one of my favorites.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Terry Crews What'd he go on to do? Oh wait, no, never mind A few things
3: <laughs> Yeah, not that Not
2: that, Cruz
1: <laughs> What? Terry Crews? Doesn't he like a uh, host of AGT? I
2: was going to say that He was in Brooklyn oh. Nine-Nine
3: Yep yeah. uh, Everybody hates Chris
1: Alright, there you go Protect the Nuggets,
3: longest yard Alright, on to round 3.
1: Richie has action and sports gone. Leaving five more categories.
2: Oh man, and it's back to me, huh?
1: Yeah, this is back to backers.
2: Yeah. Um All right. This
3: movie, I don't know why this movie hit me so hard. Uh, I'm going to go with a drama. Um book. oh no no
2: um it's actually called remember me uh it has robert pattinson
3: in it that guy yeah that guy uh it's honestly a really sad movie i
2: don't want to spoil it for anybody but it has been out for like 15 years or something like that uh
3: it's been a while, but basically, uh, it's just this dude living his life,
2: uh, always hating his dad, and at the end of the movie, you find out that um, the one time his dad was actually going to like reconcile with his son, he was out of his office building, and his son was in the office building, Robert Pattinson. And that is when the first plane hit the first tower.
1: Oh, you're going there. And that
2: is the end of the movie. Um, It has literally nothing to do with 9 11.
3: I think it does.
2: Except for the end of the movie. (laughs) Um, The quote that I am going with is. Whatever you do in life will be insignificant,
3: but it's very important that you do it.
1: Okay. It's very deep. From a movie called Remember Me, you said?
3: Correct.
2: Well, damn. Um I know. I went I went deep on that one.
0: Yeah, Art. history is going to forget all of us. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 are barely a footnote uh in in uh... the history of all of this. Well, correct. Scary. (laughs) Yes. But, but think about at least for
2: yourself, how important it is for you to take a break from shoveling and sit here with two buddies.
0: That's right. Talking shit. (laughs) It is important to me.
1: On a related note to that quote, uh, my favorite artist shout out to assemblage 23 but he does a song called 30,000 feet and it's literally um a guy like he's singing it like a, like a megaphone but it's supposed to be like representing a f- cell phone or whatever and um trying to reach somebody cuz he knows he's going to be go- he's going down in a plane Oof. and it's such a sad song uh, but yeah coming from an electronic guy it's so deep on on that level, so I just wanted to bring it up. I recommend it. It's pretty cool. He played it live when I saw him. I didn't think of anything he would play on his discography. <laughs> he'd play that track as the encore. <laughs> but he
0: did. All right.
1: Pick it up. Don't do anything that has to do with drama right now, <laughs> Oh
0: man. All right. Okay. So, you know what? Uh, we're going to go to our, our uh, second Sandler movie, no for, way! Uh, yeah, yeah, for comedy, for comedy.
1: Oh, Sandler uh, making an appearance.
0: And I, I think that just maybe just speaks to our uh, our age, and this is this is coming from Billy Madison. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see which one you picked. <laughs> it's it's got a lot of good ones. Uh, it's
1: not even a Billy quote, is
0: it? It is. It is. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> But uh, it's, it's Billy in his tent. Uh, his, his studying is going well. And he has uh, Miss Veronica Vaughn with, with him in his tent. But, you know, it, it seems that uh, one, of, uh, one of Billy's dad's aides uh, or, you know, right-hand men, Carl, has got to talk to Billy. And then we're left with this. Oh, no.
3: Oh no! <laughs> Not the quote. Hey, Carl,
1: good to see you. Yeah, I knew that's so where that was going. Hey,
0: Carl. So I, I feel like that's that's something at some point in your life you can kind of empathize with where you you may have been with a partner, you know, somebody. Uh, you're getting a little close with, and then an unsuspecting friend, family member, roommate, random person, makes an appearance and just kind of just throws a a wrench into uh, the goings-on. I I empathize with Billy there. Carl, good to see you. The way he says it, yeah.
1: Uh, Carl. All right, well, um, let's see. I'll go animated here. This is the one I struggled with the most today. I don't watch a lot of animated movies. So, I was like, what can I pick? Huh?
4: You're a kid.
1: I know, but I don't, if she turns it on, I don't watch it. Like, she tries right. showing no, me the... things, and I make her watch Labyrinth. And
0: <laughs> that, that's, that's good, that's an A-plus parenting move, um... Uh...
1: Yeah, we've been watching like Princess Bride, Never Ending Story, stuff like that. And now Zoom. I've got her wanting to watch Back to the Future, so soon.
0: Some hidden yes. gems out there in the animated films, that's all I'll say.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mom, oh, well, I can't wait to hear your guys'. But mine is coming from uh, South Park, uh, you know, bigger, longer, and uncut. Uh, it's coming from... I'll just let it play, and we'll go from there.
3: But I just don't trust anything that bleeds for five days and doesn't die. Is
0: that... Is that Mr. Garrison?
1: Mr. Garrison. It is Um, Mr. Garrison. They were talking about, uh, somebody in class, Cartman or whatever, said, like, you sound like you're on your rag, and... Or no, Garrison said it sounds like you guys are on the on the rag, and Wendy found that offensive, so he came back with that.
0: Oh, Mr. Garrison. I don't
1: trust anything that bleeds for five days and doesn't die. <laughs> it's, it's such a good line.
3: Is it back to me? Uh, no, it's for me. You, you, know, you got two. Yeah. So...
1: Dark movie, we'll call it. Because I don't feel like typing all that. <laughs> it's all too much
2: right. type.
1: So what am I on here? I need to get rid of... All right. That sounds good. We'll go with that. Uh, I'll go with horror next.
3: Oh, Since
1: no one's done it yet. It's going to come from one of my favorite ones. Well, horror slash thriller, sorry, everybody. But it's going to come from one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's a Rob zombie movie.
3: It's called the devil's rejects. Sure it is.
1: (laughs) And there's a part where Otis, the one of the bad guys takes these two, uh, drifters or they're like a a comedy group, whatever, like they, they played music, but they're kind of goofy and he takes, he like drags them out into the middle of the woods or whatever. And, uh, (laughs) He's about to kill both of them because they have no use for him. And I'm trying to find the line. That's But he says, uh, I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. And um, apparently that's from something that was said at one of the Charles Manson murders. So, Ooh. zombie just took that from that.
2: That's fair. Uh, what's her name? Uh... Squeaky.
3: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. All
1: right. He says that right before he bashes his face in with a log.
3: I think,
2: uh, I think Manson said that in one of his interviews
3: and or during his tribe.
1: That could be, too.
0: Old Charlie. <laughs> short, short little crazy guy.
1: Yeah, he uh, also had one where I we actually used it in our band way back in the day, but he says, uh, if I started murdering people, there'd be none of you left.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a classic Manson clip. Classic. Local Charlie. Well, I think uh, I'm going to hit my open space. Open it up. Open it up with... Uh gonna be from uh, from the Princess bride and Chris you mentioned it hey I, I, spoiler I I, my bad I didn't want to leave this on the board uh I I had feared that I would lose it and yeah, I lot. would uh, I would be best <laughs> if uh, if I if I didn't get the opportunity to uh, to do this this is from the the Battle of the Wit scene this is where we have uh, Princess Buttercup. Being held hostage by uh, Vizini, one of the uh, one of the gentlemen who's been hired to start the war, and uh, the man in black has approached, and this is um, during their conversation, um, just about how smart uh, Vizini is, and uh, he, he thinks he thinks highly of himself. Sure does. And that's smart. Let me put it this way: Have you ever heard of Plato, Aristotle, Socrates? Yes,
1: morons, morons, <laughs> <Great. laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so good, <laughs> uh, and thus the battle of wits has begun. And it's, oh, it's just a fabulous scene again, uh, endlessly rewatchable for me. Um, and yeah, that's 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 my open space selection from the Princess Bride,
1: another very quotable movie. Oh, absolutely. Um, prince, oops, Princess Bride. Seen it, Richie? Uh hundreds of times. Oh, excellent.
3: Status, even better. Um, yeah, I won't go into more quotes on that yet. If we get back to it, we'll see. There are quite a bit. Back to me yeah yeah man all right I'm all lined up on this one i got i got dose
2: I got my next two and I got oh. clips all right uh so I'm going to start with uh comedy
3: uh because that's a clip that I have pulled up <laughs> <laughs> um from Anchorman Oh, very good movie. Uh, I shall, I shall play the clip for us.
1: All right, another one where it could be anything right now. I have no idea where you're going with this.
2: I know there's also a very quotable movie.
3: Discovered by the Germans in 1904, they named it San Diego. Which of course in German means a whale's vagina. <laughs> <And Diego. laughs>
2: the whales The Whale's Vagina from Anchorman. It is I I've talked about like making a trip to San Diego because I've heard the weather there is amazing. And I was telling somebody at work and I was like, yeah, really, really want to make a trip to, uh, San Diego, you know, city of whale vagina. And they were like, what? (laughs) And I was like "Eh, the Germans, they discovered it and they didn't get it. But, uh, yeah. So that was my,
1: that's comedy.
2: That is my comedy. And unfortunately, For myself. I fucked up, but I really want to use this one. Uh, So I'm going to have to take my open spot.
3: (laughs) Fuck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Realize some of our problems, folks. We will get this figured out.
2: We sure will. Uh, Yeah, I definitely fucked up a little bit. But um, I'll use my open spot. Because it's worth it. Uh, And this one is going to be from Tommy Boy. All right. I just want to show my diversity. You know what I mean?
1: Hey, you're picking some gold here.
2: I know. Uh, this is uh, towards the end of Tommy Boy, and if you've watched Tommy Boy, you know roughly what's towards the end of that movie. Uh, like legit, like the last maybe 10 minutes of the movie. Uh, so I'll I'll play this one too. Oh, I got, hold on i gotta turn the volume up all right uh, yeah
3: and help is that why you strapped a bomb to your chest oh this isn't a bomb these are road flares
2: road flares did you live under
1: pop- <laughs> you're picking of all those clothes, to road flares
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's not a bomb these are road flares <laughs>
0: the follow-up is dan Aykroyd. did you live under power lines as a kid
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh now when I had Googled that quote, uh the line after that um uh,
1: Road Flyers.
3: There we go. The line after that was one of the other
2: boardroom guys saying, For Christ's sake, once during the war I visited a prostitute and my life has been a living hell ever since. I don't remember hearing that in the movie, but
0: <laughs> no. It's in it the screenplay.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, this is from MovieQuotes.com. I don't know yeah. how legit that was, but <laughs> it was Somebody just the easiest it. way to
0: keep track since... of where I was going. <laughs> it's been a minute since I've seen the movie. I wonder if people are just confessing to things. Um... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like in the heat of the moment, this guy drops drops his uh, prostitution story. <laughs>
1: Oh boy! Well, on to the
3: next. Cozy's taken action sport. Oh my god! (laughs) Fucking thing. (laughs) On the plus side, we could still hear you. Yeah. Uh.
2: So Cozy has taken.
1: Jesus, my fucking mic. <laughs>
2: oh, no. Now we can't hear you. You can't? Oh, now we can. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Great. Good. You know, professional.
0: Chris has got some
1: experience with doing podcasts.
0: <laughs> Unplugs his microphone
1: with the chair.
0: Hey, hey, we've all been there, right? Oh, absolutely.
2: <laughs> it's yeah, the reason it I wrap my cord around underneath my desk in the back yeah (laughs)
0: that's where she said (laughs) (laughs) so i think i'm gonna go uh horror slash thriller here uh the movie is seven so we are (laughs) we are are approaching the conclusion of the movie out in the, the field with all the power lines And Detective Somerset has gone to see what the delivery guy has dropped off. And Mills and John Doe are back by themselves talking. And this is the moment when Detective Somerset by Morgan Freeman opens the box with his pocket knife. and. While we never see as the audience, what is actually in there? Art. You, 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 the, the music and the line from Somerset to the eye in the sky and the chopper mm. is John Doe has the upper hand. And this is, this is where, you know, this, I think this is my opinion, that I think this is where the movie gets kind of turned on its head and it's fantastic. So this is, this is the clip. This is the clip. John Doe has the upper hand. <laughs> it's it's a it's a simple delivery, but I, I think it coupled with the music and him eventually then running back to Mills and John Doe in that moment it, it really you know sets up for the finale and the probably a little more popular line of what's in the box, where Brad Pitt's character's freaking the fuck out. Because John Doe has told him what is in the box, even though we never yeah. see it. I wasn't sure if that's where you
1: were going to go with that. I was like, he's not going to take it. it's in the box, right?
0: But... <laughs> no, it's it, it's the it's the lead, the lead up to that. It is John Doe has the upper hand. It's very good. Stay back now. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very very good. There, Chris. I've
1: seen it a few times. Um. Yeah, I like I like it. It's one of my favorite movies. Now, okay, I'm trying to get a clip ready before I start picking shit. But uh, so I don't know how much I can play of this, but I'll take my <laughs> o- I'll take my open here, and um, it's from a movie called Cable Guy, and uh, it's a part where Matthew Broderick's character. Just gets back home, and he's got an inbox full of messages. And, uh, yeah, so apparently Jim Carrey's character, Chip Douglas, has been leaving him messages all day long. And I want to take the whole section as the, like, that's my pick. But it's the last one that makes me laugh so much. I'll play a couple just to lead into it because it's funnier that way.
3: That's those not playing. Getting snippets. Ah, yeah, hold every on. Every third word. Try again. Hey, <laughs> We're having it was quite a little game of Bonte here. I just blow dry my hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I didn't pick up the last one. Fuck. No. Why is my mic sucking ass? But anyway, he says, "Oh shit," and that's it. <laughs> like that's the whole message.
3: <laughs> oh shit!
1: I don't know why I like that movie so much. It's
3: underrated.
0: It's, it's, I'm taking. It's, it's, I think one of the great parts about that movie is it was, at, you know, for for Jim Carrey at the time. It was, you know, Kim kind of being a villain. When that 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 was not any of the roles that he was taking previous to that. Whether it was Ace Ventura, whatever it was you know Dumb and Dumber, uh, or even you know just some of the stuff that he was doing uh, previously with uh, Living Color. Uh, oh yeah, really, really peak peak carry. I mean, is that run of movies of his? Is it? Is it Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, Mask, Mask, and then Ace Ventura Two, and then Cable Guy? Is that is that like it's, a run of five movies that he put out like in a row?
1: That sounds right. I'd have to that's, yeah go look at his IMDb really quick, but it's got to be close.
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was the hottest thing.
3: No joke. It's, just crushing it out of the park. Uh, he might be one of the best actors of all time, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, just turned That's sixty.
3: It's a good one. All
1: right, for my sixth round pick, I'll step into the action category. I'm going to be taking it from a movie called Jurassic Park. Ooh. It's a small scene. It's an... Ex- it, well, it's not insignificant, but... Kinda. And it's just funny. And it's Wayne Knight, because Wayne Knight's frickin' hilarious. So, it's uh, this. Hopefully it'll play.
3: Johnson. We've got Johnson here!
0: Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like... One, what, what, that's endlessly quotable. Two... I, I really like how that that scene has been, you know, just repurposed as as a meme, you know, with, with the with the lead in for you know whatever you want it to be. You yep. be like nobody cares. Exactly. You're like oh, hot dogs, hot dogs. We got hot dogs here. See, nobody cares.
1: <laughs> I couldn't go unnoticed, and I. It's just it's a great movie, so.
0: <laughs> I. I think an amazing thing about Jurassic Park in general is how well, or was that 1994?
1: Yeah, 94 was a huge year.
0: Yeah, how well that holds up visually almost 30 years later.
1: Yeah, 100%. I do agree.
0: That is absolutely insane. Because if, if you think about just like other special effects from the 90s, it's yeah. Some of it's kind of kind of touch and go. That looks still amazing. Um, even today, it's yeah. it's crazy,
1: terrifying. at At the time when I was a kid. Yes. Good what job. Um, Ten. Spielberg, <laughs> yeah. right?
0: Yeah, that's, that's uh, Spielberg. He's he's
2: he's got a future ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the scene with the pregnant uh what was it Triceratops or whatever, in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Equally as impressive as the scene from... uh, I don't know him well enough, but it was either When Nature Calls or uh, Pet Detective um, when he crawls out of the rhino's ass.
3: (laughs) Almost as good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, That is... (laughs) I mean... (laughs) If you don't see that movie for a good decade and then rewatch it, and then it gets to the rhino scene and you forget about it, <laughs> it's one of the funniest goddamn movie scenes ever. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like sticking his tongue out of that thing. The, the kids are watching. Oh dear God.
2: Uh, and the best part is, depending on which I like, I said I forget which movie that scene was in.
1: That one's uh, nature calls.
2: Nature calls. Okay. So that one came out in 95. So they only had a little bit better technology to make that scene. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) Hot in these rhinos. I say that a lot. I mean, I didn't take that quote. I'm just saying I say that in my life a lot. Whenever I'm hot, I always say it's hot in these rhinos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You don't? Hey, without context. Uh, I think you might get a, a side glides, but I, I like the use.
1: Thanks. It's either that or the, uh, you know, what do you mean I can't take off my sweater? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cozy's sixth round pick.
0: All right, uh, here we're going animated. Um, uh, this is from... Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Uh I'm not sure if either of you have seen this. The cast for this is amazing. Bill Hater is your lead. It, there's, there's a lot of that uh we'll just say like uh first decade uh SNL cast in there. You get I think Andy Sandberg makes an appearance in there. Um a few others from, from that, I guess, era. Uh, Mr. T. But, um, oh. Yes, yes. He's the uh, main cop. Yes, that's right. That's right. Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after, after Flint has made it rain ice cream for uh, the, the cop's kid, that's what he wanted for his birthday. After he's made it rain ice cream... Children ask Flint if he wants to have a snowball fight. But since Flint has always been kind of a, a nerdy kid, nerdy guy, nobody has ever invited him to participate in a snowball fight. He, he's not really sure how it works. So, this is, this is how the scene goes. Be in a snowball fight
4: with us? Flint, what's the problem? I, I've
0: never actually been in a snowball fight.
1: Really? I I don't even
0: know the rules. Is there like a point system or is it to the death? To the death. Is is there a point system or is it to the death? (laughs) (laughs) What, what, what follows that is him just mowing down children with ice cream snowballs. It's, it's, uh, amazing. Um, so yes, is there a point system or is it to the death? <laughs> that, that is my animated vote selection. All right. Well, anything with Bill Hader, I am interested to watch. Uh, yeah. Uh, side note: If you haven't checked out Barry, uh, you should. Barry. Yeah, we'll we'll take that offline. Okay. Go, go <laughs> watch Barry.
3: Barry. Uh. <sighs> Alright, I will find a new one
2: if you guys tell me that this is no bueno, but there's really only like three uh, IRL people in this movie, maybe a grand total
3: of five minutes of like 3D people Um, going with Space Jam. The original one. Okay. Considered animated?
0: Yeah. Okay. That could be your animated movie. That could be your sports movie. Or your- I got a lot of overlaps. But
2: I got a lot of overlaps. This is my animated.
0: Okay.
2: Um. So I'm going with uh, the scene where Bugs and Daffy are going to pick up Michael's shorts and his uh, North Carolina, like, gym bag and stuff uh, after he finally agrees to play. Oh, and yeah, I know the scene. They're walking through the house, and uh, it starts off with Daffy saying, You think she's got enough toys? Speaking of toys, remember those mugs and t-shirts and lunch boxes with our pictures on them? Yeah you ever see any money from all that stuff ha not a cent hmm me neither it's a crying shame we gotta get new
3: agents we're getting screwed
0: (laughs) that last line I don't remember this at all
1: (laughs) I remember them busting through the floor like bugs is not gonna repair that damage (laughs)
3: like who's gonna fix that I know (laughs)
2: yeah so that last line
3: it's a crying shame. we gotta get new agents. we're getting screwed. That is my animated I like it
1: No Bill Murray quote from that?
3: I know. I figured I should at least stick with the animated characters. sure <laughs> uh, and I could not find an actual um clip from this
2: movie Uh, but it was a foreigner um, and he paired up with I I think they were all in college together it's been a while since I watched the movie Um, the movie is called Hostile this is my horror thriller Uh, character that I am referencing his name is Ollie Uh, I think they had met him and just like brought him along on their Euro trip, bouncing hostel to hostel. And at one point, they're out at one of the nightclubs or something, and Ali walks up to them and says,
3: I am the king of swing. (laughs) Mm. King of swing. (laughs) King of swing. I am the king of swing. And
0: then what happens to Ali? eventually he he dies
1: is he the one that gets the eye taken out that's where I couldn't watch anymore I stopped
2: I was like nope done no that was the uh, that was that wasn't even the main character that was some Asian chick Uh, and after she saw herself in a reflection she jumped in front of a train at the train
3: station
1: that's right now that you mention it
3: (laughs) you made it almost to the end (laughs) Yeah. Wasn't, like, one, if
2: of my, you watched wasn't another... one of my
1: favorite ones.
2: <laughs> if you would have just watched like 10 maybe 15 minutes more, it would have been over.
1: <laughs> How many more of those did they make? Mm.
0: There are several of them, I believe. Yeah. Host- Hostel?
2: Yeah, yeah. At least I 3. Think, I thought there was only 2. I could be wrong. I own Hostel 1 and 2 on DVD. I'm old school. DVD. Uh, I almost went with Saw. But there's eight movies to go through. Oh, Should have gone with Saw.
0: <laughs> Should have gone <gotten> Saw. <laughs> a lot. A lot to pick from. I guess this, uh, this rounds it out for me, huh? I gotta yep. go drama. Drama. Bring down the whole room, Cozy. Uh, so it's, it's not really a, uh, a sad quote. Uh, but the, the movie is a drama um so this is from there will be blood um starring a guy by the name of daniel day lewis he's won a few awards um pretty pretty good actor Uh, i haven't
1: seen this but i really want to see this
0: so oh man i don't know how much of this i want to read that no (laughs) i
1: i i know a bunch about i it's about a tycoon right
0: sure all right so Okay. okay um There's a point in the movie where uh, he is talking to, um, let's call him Henry, his brother, and it's a it's a bit of a monologue. But uh, the two of them are sitting by a fire, and there there is some interjection here from 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 his brother. But uh, I'm just going to read this straight. He says, "I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed." hate most people. There are times when I look at people and I see nothing worth liking. I want to earn enough money that I can get away from everyone. I see the worst in people. I don't need to look past seeing them to get all I need. I've built up my hatreds over the years, little by little. And Henry, to have you here gives me second breath. I can't keep doing this on my own with these. People And the reason why I picked this, one, that scene's amazing. Two, why that scene is amazing, without spoiling this for Chris, we'll we'll leave aside. But you see this guy who is willing to do almost anything to be successful. And sure enough, he is an incredibly wealthy and successful oil man at the, you know, turn of the 20th century. And he does this, you know, through, through, you know, at, at the cost of alienating so, so many people And you know, this, this comes across as just, you know, vanity, jealousy and isolation. Ultimately, I just, you know, doing anything to be successful. But at the end, it's got wealth, but not much else. And it's, uh, it's an interesting an American uh, success story. But uh, you, you think about the, the ultimate cost uh, for that success. And that, uh, that speech by Daniel Plainview, quite good. And I don't think I did it justice. But, Chris, go watch that movie. It's fantastic.
1: I really do want to see that
0: it's it's on Netflix right now is it it All is right. Ah, dang uh paul thomas anderson the uh the director the, he does a lot of good work too that's, that's it for me and I can't wait to go over the the, the two that uh were my honorable mentions me too uh,
2: you only oh. had two
0: <laughs> I, I i felt like i i was you know, in my own lane with some of these picks. So
2: I I felt confident. I was overly prepared. Uh, I had... I have 25 separate uh, Google tabs open.
3: (laughs) I think you're safe now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right.
1: My last pick my drama, is from a movie that I've become absolutely obsessed with in the last, uh, I don't know, six months from being home in September. So Western New York, we go home for my buddy, or our buddy, Brum's birthday party every year. And we got in super late, and he decides to look at me, and he's got about, I don't know, 50,000 4K videos just kicking around. And he's going through them, and he's throwing me all his doubles. Here, take this one. Here, take this one. Okay, cool. I'm getting a bunch of free shit. I'm cool with that. (laughs) And then he just looks at me and goes, hey, you want to watch Interstellar? I'm like, um, maybe. Like, who's in it? Matthew McConaughey? I'm like, oh, God. Um, sure, put it on. What the hell? And he's got this huge surround sound system in his living room with a fucking projection screen, and (laughs) it's amazing. And he doesn't tell me that this movie's nearly three hours. And we're watching it till 2.30 in the morning, somewhere in there. It was super late, and I couldn't stop watching the screen. It mind-fucked me so hard. But there's a part where they have robots on board with them as they travel from... I don't want to ruin too much, but they travel from Earth to Saturn. They're looking for a black hole. They're trying to find a place to relocate people on Earth because Earth is going down. But anyway, uh, the robot on there has a, a, what do you want to call it, like a measurement. He's got a a humor percentage, and this one's his honesty percentage. And Matthew McConaughey wants to know what it's set at and why he's got it set like that. But anyway, this is what he says.
3: Absolute honesty isn't always the most diplomatic, nor the safest form of communication with emotional beings.
1: And I thought that was pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, for as much as you want to be honest, uh, going uh, 100% honesty all the time? Eee. Yeah. <laughs> Mixed results. There's, uh,
1: there's another part where he says, you know, what, what's your humor? It's like 60%, and he starts telling a knock-knock joke. He goes, all right, take that down to 55%. <laughs> he doesn't want to hear it. And so if you have not seen Interstellar, it's, yeah, it's a big-time win. They actually got a physicist on the writing team to make sure anything that was along those lines did not look like shit or that it couldn't actually happen, and
2: all right,
1: it makes it even better for me.
2: That one came out only a couple of years Fort- ago.
1: I want to say 14.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah well, 14. Only a couple.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I feel stupid just getting to it, but it's like, damn, man. this it, Like I said, it blew my mind. Even if you have kids, it really messes with you.
0: Yes. Yikes. <sighs> so, That's so Chris, the, you just out just delivering mail, listening to uh, Hans Zimmer scores?
1: Yeah. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> Hans Zimmer, man. Um Yeah, I literally have gone through and done so much research on that movie because I was like, damn. Is half of this possible? Like I don't know, it's just...
3: <laughs> I don't even like space movies.
1: But this oh, one oh, just geez. This one did. There's just a the fact that I don't know. The premise of it, I don't care about so much, but it was just everything behind it. And then when you get to that point where you figure it all out and you're like, holy shit. And (laughs) like I said, if you have I don't know, it tripped me out.
2: Those are my favorite types of movies where it's not really something. You're not going to guess the outcome in the first half hour of the movie. There's plenty of movies out there that do that. Uh I unfortunately, it's a comedy, not a drama, but uh Billy Madison is one of them. You know in the beginning of that movie when he finds out he has to go back to school, you know that that movie's not going to end with him failing.
1: You no, know, he I don't think he actually wins, does he?
3: I mean, he does just cuz
1: Eric goes off and <laughs> shoots up the school.
0: Boy, am I glad I called that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Buscemi. Doesn't have anything but, like, what, one line, two lines, and then puts <laughs> lipstick on? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but, uh, all right, uh, real quick, that is the draft. Uh, Richie's picks are uh, the fuck scene from Boondock Saints. Uh, protecting the McNuggets from Longest Yard. Whatever you do in life scene from Remember Me, Santiago or a Whale's Vagina from Anchorman, The Road Flares from Tommy Boy, We're Getting Screwed from Space Jam and I'm the King of Swing from Hostel. <laughs> you wanna read uh, something else if you want, or I can keep I going. Sense.
0: So, so uh, Chris Chris uh, drafted his first overall. Here was uh, his comedy pick was from Ween's world that uh, <laughs> Benjamin would be preleans and Dick. <laughs> uh, his sports pick uh, comes from Mister Baseball, uh, <laughs> leading uh, leading the team with ninth inning doubles in the month of August last season. <laughs> <laughs> He was really, really, uh, really going hard on that that stat line. Uh,
1: and that, he remembered it so quickly.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the animated selection here was from uh, the South Park movie, uh, I Don't Trust Anything That Bleeds for Five Days and Doesn't Die. Did I get that right? That's correct. Or Endless, okay. Uh, uh, horror Pick from Devil's Rejects, I Am the Devil and I Am Here to Do the Devil's Work, I believe is the, the close of that. That is. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could do the the cable guy answering machine uh litany of lines there, but I, I think the, cl- <laughs> the the close of it is oh shit. <laughs> Hang up. Uh, action, action selection uh coming from uh, Jurassic Park. Uh the Donson. Dotson got Donson here. Let's see <laughs> no one cares. The 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 Tars uh, honesty with uh, be, was it beings with feelings
3: yeah
0: yeah uh, or emotions uh, and uh, how honest do you want to be with those uh, those beings hundred percent all the time
3: or not yeah I'm right that's it yeah and uh,
2: cozies. Round one was uh, from the professional. It was
4: everyone.
2: <laughs> I
1: was wondering if you're gonna
2: do it again. <laughs>
4: Thanks.
2: I was, I was honestly really trying to think about how he actually said it. Not <laughs> uh, <quite> far off. <laughs> second one was from, um, this is a lotto. A league of their own. <laughs> a league of their own. <laughs> a lotto. Oh, I was my, like angels yeah. in the outfield. That's not right. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Uh, his sports quote was, uh, it's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. I remember a little bit. Uh, his comedy pick in round three is from Billy Madison with, "Hey, Carl, (laughs) good to see you." (laughs) A plus delivery. Uh, his open pick in
3: round 4 was from the princess bride Aristotle Socrates Morons Yep uh, round 5 he picked his thriller from
2: say sevens n what <laughs> 7 <laughs>
1: I've always I thought he hated. was like
0: <laughs> oh no he, he, read it, he read it verbatim. Oh yes. He did.
1: I, I'm sorry I wrote it like it's actually written.
0: <laughs> I've always
2: hated the way they spelled their uh, movie name. <laughs> uh, but it was John Doe's got the upper hand. Uh, round six, he picked an animated from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, and it was,
3: is it a point system or to the
2: death? And his monologue for his last pick—sorry, his drama for his last pick from *There Will Be Blood* was that very long monologue.
0: Sorry Sorry about that. This monologue works.
2: Yeah, you're good. Yeah, it was a monologue.
0: Don't worry about it. (laughs) Gloss over that. So that's that's the end of the draft. Um, The the one—I'm sorry—the two honorable mentions. Now, one that I had. Uh, I, I thought for sure Chris might might go here into uh, into major league with are you trying to say that Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? No. Oh yeah, dude! I should have. <laughs> I forgot about that line. I love that line. It's <laughs> so good. And then uh, the other one that I, I was thinking about was a uh, horror thriller, uh, Silence of the Lambs, uh, just right near the end of the movie, is uh, I'm having an old friend for dinner. With, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, very, very, very good. Uh, any
1: You could have uh, any... went with uh, toughened your nipples, didn't it?
0: Yeah. Or, <laughs> like, Hey, Senator. Love this suit. Oh yeah, that's a cool yeah. go. <laughs> oh, he just comes off so fucking creepy. Um, yeah. So that's uh those those were my honorable mentions uh, that I thought about picking, but uh, ultimately we'll we'll get them in the uh, the supplemental draft or maybe uh, undrafted free agents.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I feel um, that. I-, I had one from a league of their own that I thought you were gonna pick because <laughs> we use it all the time. Me and me and you specifically, but you know, has anyone seen my new red hat? <laughs> <laughs> and then Daddy comes back with, "Oh, piss on your hat!" <laughs> um,
0: the the, the the retort of "piss on" and then whatever that thing is, I, I feel like is underutilized, and I, I'm trying to find, find a way to work it in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the only other one I had for drama, I thought about using, is from Jackie Brown um Ordell talking about the AK47s it was just funny. The very best there is when you absolutely positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room, except no substitutions. What's <laughs> in your wall. It's a it's a very underrated movie. But I went all over the place with comedies. I almost went with uh, Spinal Tap. Um I wanted to go with Napoleon Dynamite, one of my favorites, but there was a few others, uh, old school. I was looking I, to try to get in there somehow, but
2: yeah, uh, I had a couple, um, one of them was another one from Boondock Saints. Um, it was the cat scene, uh, or shortly after the cat scene, it was, uh, what the fuck was her name? Raylan, uh, Robbie whatever the I don't know Rocco once again he's arguing with the ladies and he yells uh shut your uh, shut your face whatever her name was I can't buy a pack of smokes without running into nine guys you fucked
1: (laughs) I that's where I thought you were going originally
2: (laughs) there was I mean there was that one or also I killed your fucking cat bitch (laughs) <laughs> I thought it would bring closure to our relationship. <laughs> wow. Those are uh, that movie is also filled with so many so many great one-liners or three-liners that you can just pull from. Uh and another one that I'm surprised nobody, especially Chris, didn't pull from
3: is from Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow. Uh-huh. Um I would have gone with Oh boy.
2: I don't work with the males because I used to be one.
1: <laughs> yeah, the whole that whole scene of him making oh, prank it's... calls.
0: <laughs> or went out for Robin Williams. Oh
1: I also didn't pick anything for Money Python, so Also true. Big time my wheelhouse.
3: What right. is your oh, name?
1: What? I could have went anywhere with that is movie. Is your quest? I wanted to go with the swallows, you know, but you know. <laughs> The African swallow, maybe, but not European swallow is what I'm saying. I but actually,
0: uh, I think we did well here.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm happy with my picks. So now this show is not just going to be based on just drafts we will be sprinkling them in. There's a bunch of other fun games we're going to be playing on the show.
3: It's
2: true. We're,
1: we're still trying to come up with some more. But uh, we have a good lineup, I think, coming up here. I'm yeah, excited.
0: Yeah, so, uh, some, some uh, ideas in the hopper. And uh, I, I'm excited to uh, continue doing this with you guys. And uh, we'll, uh, keep an eye out for, for whatever this drops and the one that follows it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. There's no fixing the butter podcast. Check it out. Tell your friends.
3: Tell your mom. Tell your sister. Tell your uncle that touched your nose when you were a kid.
4: Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> tell off. everybody because we're going to make you giggle at least a little bit every time.
0: That's right. Yeah. And if if you've made it this far, yes, again, you know, thanks for thanks for letting us your ear holes. Um It's late. Um, goodbye.